0: It's time to get on the blunder bus, where we go on a journey into leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, the blunder bus, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their greatest leadership disasters. On the blunder bus, we think it's possible to learn more from your moments of failure than your moments of success, if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. We'll be hearing about some great buffhead moments where practitioners provide us with the pleasure of hearing about how they did all the dumb things and the leadership lesson they took out of it. As I drive around on the blunder bus, I'm on the search for the leader who has done more dumb things than I have. Could today be the day that we have found them? Well, today, I've driven the blunder bus into the city of Sydney to speak to Belinda Byrne, who has been an assistant minister at a number of different churches uh, chaplain at the Professional Standards Unit in the Anglican Diocese of Sydney, uh, mother of five children, uh, one husband, Belinda. Welcome onto the blunder bus. Thank
1: you. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hard to park in the St Andrews Cathedral thing car park.
1: Oh, They're very narrow
0: spaces. They don't make them for buses. <laughs> Blinda, ever
1: failed? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Our first the first guest. Well, where do I start really? <laughs>
0: so tell us, tell us about your your area, your incident of leadership failure.
1: Okay. Well, I was an assistant minister in a church plant, um, and I really prided myself on being the ideas person in our team.
0: Like Steve from the castle, you're an ideas woman.
1: <laughs> That was me, the ideas woman. And um, there was one particular idea that I had been really fixated on from the time that the church began. And um, I pushed and pushed the minister to go with this idea. And it took about three or four years, but eventually... You he wore agreed.
0: him down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Now, the idea was based on... Um, on my belief at that time, that um, we had these Bible study groups. We had a really high number of people in Bible study groups. Um, there was something like 87% of the church, were wow. of the congregation, Fantastic. were in these groups, which was great. Um, but I felt that they were too uh, knowledge based mm. and um, weren't really. Um, didn't really provide any scope for people to actually apply yeah. their faith. So, um, yeah, a genuine issue, really. Yeah, genuine issue. That's right. So there were lots of question answers, some routine sort of prayer at the end, prayer points at the end of the evening or morning and and then, you know, we'd tick the box and go home. So I saw that this as a problem and my solution was to um, suspend the groups for a term mm. and instead to say to each group, uh, I think we had about nine groups at the time, to say to each group, you need to go out and find a mission, and I say mission in inverted commas, find, find something to do as a group mm. that um, is in, in some way building the kingdom of God. And, um, and, and my theory was that by doing this, they would actually be united as a team, united around this mission, but that they'd also then be driven back to having to read God's Word to find solutions to whatever challenges were being thrown up. uh, um, This doesn't sound like such a bad idea. No, no, it's a great idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are the ideas woman after all.
1: There was one problem with this great idea, right? and that was that my group Spent the whole term trying to decide what mission they were going to do, right? A- and I was the leader of that group.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, other groups are off doing things, and
1: other groups were going great guns. <laughs> other groups were going into the city and feeding the homeless, and um, doing a neighbourhood ministry to called Backyard Blessings, which is still going ten years later. My group were twiddling their thumbs with me as the leader. <laughs> well, by the end of the term, um, uh, you know, we, we sort of were celebrating what had happened in church and all the ministries that people would go up with. All except one. All except for two, actually. Two. Because the, mini- the the um, m- the minister who I worked with, he also had the okay. same so problem as me. so the only people <laughs> who
0: couldn't pull this off were the senior minister and the assistant minister. Yes. Apart from that, correct. it was fine. Apart Calerous. from
1: that, it was great. Great idea. So um, that was sort of embarrassing mm. on one level, and it was also confronting because I... I think I saw myself as, as quite a good leader mm. and, and also, you know, as I said, the ideas person in the church.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. So um, was there a particular moment when you kind of realised that you'd, you'd made a mistake?
1: I, I'm not sure there was a moment, but I do remember over that term I became more and more... Um, sort of anxious around, around going to my, you know, yeah. meeting together with my group and saying, well, what are, what, are we, what are we going to do? And really, really felt the burden of responsibility for not only had I come up with the idea but also I was the leader of a group that mm. was, you know, just sort of um, not even treading water, really floundering, maybe right. even drowning. Okay. Mm. So what did
0: you learn out of this?
1: Well, I learnt I'm not so great as I thought I was.
0: <laughs> oh, That's a bad thing to learn.
1: So that was a really helpful thing to learn, painful but helpful. Um, I also learnt that, you know, it's all very well for someone in full-time ministry to come up with great ideas and to then bring them to the church and, and suggest that maybe the church would like to give this a go um and perhaps even to you know have some little part of me thinking they're a bit slack if that if they won't get on board you know with 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 the program um but it it, these are people who are working full-time and a lot of them or they have busy lives and actually um it's, it's not as easy as it looks. It's one thing to have an idea. It's another thing altogether to make it happen. Okay. Um, I suppose I learned also from that um, <laughs> with all my other failures that it is an opportunity to learn yeah. and that um, humility, you know, being humbled, although painful, <laughs> is also helpful and it gave me, I think it, that incident in particular gave me a much more compassionate approach to people who I lead.
0: It is interesting, the connection between humility and humiliation. Really, they, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that seems to be a connection. Um, it, it,
0: the way you describe that, Belinda, it sounds like you were quite prepared to engage and reflect upon this and other ministry failures.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I... I do, I do genuinely believe that actually it's in that those sort of. I mean, that wasn't really a crucible; it wasn't that that difficult, but it was hard. And I do think it is in the the crucible experiences that we do grow. And it is my, um, you know, it is my my deep desire to grow and to become more mature and to become refined. And um, I know that that rarely happens without some pain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and so um, I don't want to waste those opportunities, I suppose. I don't want to waste the failures.
0: Yeah, okay. Hmm. So final question, how do you see failure now?
1: Well, I still don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't want it. I often pray, God, just don't let me be embarrassed here. I know it's not about me, but I don't want to be embarrassed.
0: Because there was something in your story about feeling kind of embarrassed and slightly shamed about being the professional who couldn't actually do what the so-called amateurs managed to pull off.
1: Totally, totally. That is a little. Um, But on the other hand, I do think it's, you know, it's A blessing. Mm. A
0: blessing. Interesting. Yeah. It can be a blessing.
1: Well, it reminds me that I'm not God. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the older I get, the more I realise that yeah. to be true. Yeah. I mean, I hope there's not a part of me that still thinks that, but I, I still think there's a you know little bit of us who always try <laughs> try to step up onto the pedestal, and it's good to be reminded that the person who is on the pedestal is the one who belongs there and actually has got it. Yeah. Thanks, Belinda. Thanks
0: to Belinda Byrne for sharing about one of her great leadership mistakes and what she's learned. At the St. Michael's Institute, our promise to you is that we can help you do more dumb things because we can help you take more risks and learn from what you're doing. Our motto is, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing dumbly because if you're not having a crack, it won't be perfect. Go to our website at www.stmichaels.institute where we teach you how to fail better. Thanks. See you next time.